Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you guys tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever you get podcasts from. We appreciate everyone listening, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. I could go for some coffee. I'm not even a coffee drinker. But I need a little juice. It's been a long day. We'll talk more about that in just a bit. But when you're having a long day, you need a little little shot to get you through. Strange Brew Coffee House can provide that. They've got all the uh, all the, the necessities a man needs or a woman to get through the day with with those fine handcrafted drinks of theirs. And of course, I'm still looking forward to the return of Churn and Spoon. Today we stopped at two. I stopped at the, we stopped at the service station on the way down to Jackson, and I stopped at one on the way back. And both of them had a Baskin Robbins. You know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've tried. I've sort of. Re, I don't want to talk too much about it because I feel like if I talk about it, it, bad things happen. But I sort of rededicated myself, trying to lose some weight again. You know, I lost it and I gained it back. Both of them had a Baskin Robbins, and I was just like, eh. but I thought it's like I'm gonna wait. My first ice cream is gonna be at Churnitzman, so I'm waiting on that. I'm gonna treat myself. Is that fair? That's very fair, and that was a wise decision. Thank you. Um, why settle for a you know inferior inferior product no when we had the best right down the road? No question about that. All right. I also want to thank College Corner. You can go online at collegecornerstore.com and still take advantage of their incredible special where you can get 30% off of any gift card purchase. All you've got to do is go to collegecornerstore.com and uh, enter gift card in the search bar there, and boom, any purchase you make there of the gift card is 30% off. So $100 in gift card, $70 purchase. You can save real money here, folks, and you know you're going to need it. You know you're going to be getting some new MSU stuff before football season. So do it now while this sale is still going on. Again, collegecornerstore.com. Search for gift card in the bar there and get 30% off your purchase. The good folks over at Advantage Business Systems want you to know that if you're thinking about upgrading your business technology, well, might as well do business with someone who has 45 years of experience working in this state, working with your fellow Mississippians and improving their businesses. So... Whatever it is you're looking to do, if you're looking to upgrade your, your office you know, computer system, your, your printers, your copiers, if you're looking to upgrade some of the software you've got in the office, whatever it is, Advantage Business Systems has an answer for you. So why don't you give them a call today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com. Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. So here's what happened. Supposed to be a deep dive today. Uh, the 1999 football season had Ashley Cooper lined up. Talked to him. Great interview, I thought. Instead of a deep dive, it was deep trouble. <laughs> Correct. Uh, long story short, technical difficulties have uh, <laughs> have eaten that one alive. So we're going to try to get him back on uh, some other day, and we will make that happen. He was re- really, really good interview. Uh, I'm very passionate about MSU football, but 
unfortunately. You can't hear him talk. And that is, you know, my questions were great, but his answers were better. For a medium that relies on audio? Yeah. I don't know that video would have helped either, unless you're a lip reader. That's true, too. So, uh, but also, you know what? Another deep dive for another day. We, we, Lord knows we've got another two months of before we got any real football to talk about. Almost three months, I guess. So, we'll worry about that then. What are we going to talk about? I think that's an, an obvious uh, thing. We're going to have to talk about this anyway, uh, regardless. That Joel and I, of course, spent our Thursday down in Jackson at the state capitol, which I don't know about you, but I never planned on doing that. Rubbing elbows with the big wigs of the state. Yes, yes. The governor was there, Rick Cleveland. He was there. Uh, <laughs> good to see him as always. Um, and a weird day. You know, I mean, I was already, we, we, I think you and I are both out of our comfort zones. The first two interviews we did on the day were Kermit Davis and Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess probably if you totaled up the time today, I talked to Ole Miss coaches longer than I talked I did. to State coaches. I did. There's no question. Um, I, what an unusual circumstance. I know there's been so many times over the course of the last few months where probably all of us, you listening to, have said to yourself, you know, if you'd have told me yeah. three, four months ago. Well, I mean, today was one of those days yeah. where you and I were walking up to the state capitol building knowing that we were about to go in there and cover basically, you know, Ole Miss and State and every other college in, in, in the state of Mississippi mm -hmm. on the same team wearing masks in the middle of a global pandemic. Mm -hmm. Mike Leach, Lane Kiffin, buddying it up in the state capitol. Yeah. If you told me we were going to do that in the week or two after the Egg Bowl, I would have, you know, wanted to... Well, I mean, yeah. Take us. Never mind that. I mean, <laughs> never mind that. Let's say you and I were walking into Davis Wade Stadium on Thanksgiving night, 2019, and a stranger pulls us aside and says, "On June 25th, 2020, amidst a global pandemic, you two will travel to the state capital of Mississippi, <laughs> where every coach in the state has gathered to push through legislation to change the state flag." And the MSU and Ole Miss contingents will be led by their new head coaches, Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin. We would have had that man arrested and committed to Whitfield that day. <laughs> think about what that. Think about what I just said. Yet there we were. Yet there we were. And I use the word today on Sports Talk Mississippi. I think you'll you'll agree with me. The word is surreal. It was really something different to see all of. The, Think, think about how what is the interaction between uh, the head coach at Mississippi State and the head coach at Ole Miss in a given season? The pregame talk and the postgame handshake, and then they might, I mean, how very rarely are State and Ole Miss at SEC media days on the same day, so they're not going to cross paths there. Maybe out on the recruiting trail they might see each other, but even then it's probably not going to be a very friendly, you know, because you're there to look at prospects and you definitely don't want to be buddying up. And yet there was Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin. Pulling on each other's masks. <laughs> it was weird, dude. It wasn't weird for just us either. You know, talking to some of the folks uh, around the Capitol, I think you were there for some of these conversations, but there were so many people saying there wasn't a day like that at the state Capitol since like the late 80s. Yes, yeah. And the gasoline tax yeah, is like what they got said in 87. Yeah. Um, Mr. Yelperton, right? 
I think he said he'd be pretty pumped if we Joel Yelverton. Him. Yeah. Joel Yelverton. He's yeah. a he's a hero of the the, the Steve Robertson bestseller. Yeah. Uh, Stark villains. Ch chapter nine. I believe. Chapter nine. He and uh, Alan Nunnally steal the golden egg. <laughs> I I told him I was like we don't have to steal the golden egg anymore. It just stays in Starkville. <laughs> But, you know, you saying that is funny because, I mean, it's just, and it was actually what my piece on cowbellcorner.com, if you'd like to go. Dot com! was about, it, it, it was a day where, in a period in time where the rivalry just doesn't matter. <laughs> it just doesn't matter, you know? And then that's kind of what the day a little bit was about was for a, just a moment, everybody was kind of a Mississippian. Yes, feel. yes. And, and I know that... Even people who aren't Mississippians. Yes. Lane Kiffin and, and Mike Leach are not Mississippians. Yes, but they, they conduct business in Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, I assume they will pay state taxes in Mississippi. Um, their employment success or lack thereof will directly be impacted, I would think, by that state flag staying or going. You know, Lane, Lane Kiffin, as we talked to him today, even mentioned, you know, that literally that flag particularly into in today's climate now he didn't say that i'm, I'm adding that part in but right, I, well, I think that context. was kind of understood yeah um saying that you know that flag if it stays up could cause people in the state to leave mm -hmm. or it could cause outside prospects to not want to come here kind of thing correct and, and I, I that kind of stuff's hard to quantify unless people specifically mention it um but I don't think that there's any doubt that every single person wearing red and blue, wearing maroon and white, um, wearing all the colors of the state of Black Mississippi, Black and gold, Jackson blue state, and white, green and red, US, black, purple and gold. Uh, yeah. I got them all. Yeah. They, they, they got everybody up there, and, and everybody is on that same side. And I know that there's probably a lot of folks listening to us that's not on, on, on team Take It Down, mm -hmm. but everybody at your favorite school is. Yeah. And... Because it it is hurting there are, there their are, business and, and the economies in their towns if, if, if it's not taken down. There are three, four major teams in the state of Mississippi. No no offense to Jackson State, Alcorn, and Mississippi Valley. But there is Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Southern Miss, and Keep the Flag. Keep the Flag is its own team now. All right? You have you have no recourse. You're, you're, a, you're a man without a home. If you, if you, you cannot say I'm a big Mississippi State supporter when you will not support Mississippi State on this issue. Regardless of what my feelings are, and I'll make mine clear, I think the flag should be changed, but regardless, if, if you feel the flag should, be, should, be, should remain the same, you stand against Mississippi State's administration, its coaches, and its athletes. I don't see how anybody can say they, that they are against those three things and still call themselves a fan of the school. And it's like, ah, oh, I hate Cohen and don't like Leach and all the players suck, but go dogs. Yeah. You know, that, that's where you're at right now. Yeah, I, and look, I don't say this to be an antagonist at all. Um, I try and look at this from a level-headed perspective. I, I would love for someone to, to give me a compelling argument at this point for why Mississippi should keep the flag. And I, I'm not asking that from an antagonistic standpoint. I'm saying what benefit is there... Yeah. To, to the state of Mississippi keeping keeping Because you flag. can always remember history. And that's what museums are for. You know, and there's nothing keeping you from flying the current Mississippi State flag on your own front porch if you want to keep that memory. And, you know, for those of you who, you know, would say that it, you feel like you're being bullied, 
I'm not sure you're familiar with how government works. That's what government is. It's people bullying people into other decisions. I mean, do you really think that if we put it to a vote, we'd pay taxes? If we put it to a vote that all sorts of manner of things that are already legal wouldn't be legal? Yeah. Of course they would. That's why you don't put certain things to a vote. You let your lawmakers handle that. I mean, we sat in the gallery today and watched the House vote on some stuff, and if I tried to tell you what it was, I couldn't tell right. you. But, but bottom line is, they handle your business all the time. That's why you elect them. You elect um, those people to handle these kind of issues. The, the, the issue, and we're getting away from the sports. Tra- I don't know. I mean, no, it's we're not, unfortunately. Yeah. But, like, the, the issue with this whole deal has always been 19 years ago it did go to a vote. Yeah. And so that's what everybody points to. Last time it went to a vote, that's what that's what folks would say. But that is not the norm. That's not the norm. Well, there's three issues. It's not the norm. The The election in and of itself is different than what we're talking about. It, the election then was not, do you want to remove the flag? It was this flag or this new flag, which I think we can all agree was hideous and destined to fail. I but, can't even remember what it looked like. Of course, I couldn't vote at the time. I was right. 16. That's the other thing is you have had, it's been 20 years. You have had an entire generation. <laughs> I'm now I'm now a 35-year-old man with fixing to be three kids, exactly. and I didn't vote. One, one-year-old children couldn't vote in 2001, but, but in 2020, well, I guess I meant two-year-old children, but they could. They can vote now. You've got a whole new generation of voters. So, And most of those people, the, the, the newer generation, are willing to allow the legislature, the government, to handle this, which I believe is their job. So... Long story short, though, and this is going to be a short podcast today because, damn it, we're tired. I mean, it's been a long day. We're tired. We've had technical issues. It's, it's been, a, been, a, been a. I had to talk to Richard Cross for three hours for God's sake. Uh, it's just been. A, it's been one of those days. And, and I'm really, and outside of this issue, there's not a whole lot to say, and I don't know what else we can say. So before we we, we finish up, let's let's talk about Welcome Home Beef. Let's move on into that. We're not changing topics, obviously, uh, but this weekend I'm going to be hitting. Up, I, I got to hit them up tomorrow, I guess. I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it simple this week. Some steaks and some burgers. What do you think? I'm a simple kind of man. Oh, there you go. I'm all for it. I think, I think I'm gonna go that route. I have I'm not 100, percent but we'll find out tomorrow. That's what, I'm gonna go to Welcome Home Beef, and you can do that too if you live here in the Starkville area. Just swing by their their location on University Drive. If you're in the Golden Triangle, you just want to come by and pick it up. Call 662-418-2021, and they'll take take care of you. If you're anywhere else in, the, in this great wild world of ours, well, maybe you can't get it this weekend, but you can get it darn soon when you just get get an order shipped in. Go to facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef and, and put your order in. Look at the menu. See what they've got on, up there for you. But don't forget to give them a call or just talk to them on Facebook because they're more than happy to do some special orders for you. Whatever you're looking for, Welcome Home Beef can accommodate you. So if you're just going to make it, keep it simple, steaks and burgers, or if you want to do some of those great pork belly burn-ins that I did a few weeks ago, or some of the beef ribs, or smoke a brisket, a whole brisket, they can make those things happen for you. Just give them a call today. Whatever you choose, though, remember one thing. When you go with Welcome Home Beef, it just tastes good. All right. So I'm going to put you on the spot, my friend. That's fine. We're going to are we, I don't think we're going to have a new flag in the next, before the end of this calendar year. I don't think that's going to happen. But will they make the move to retire the state flag and just sort of go flagless until they can figure the next move out? Will that happen by the end of this session, which is in the next coming days? I mean, my gut, and I, maybe it's just because of all the what this week has entailed, but my, my gut is yes. Okay. It, it's down. That That's... 
maybe we're sitting here in a couple days and, and I'm wrong. Uh, but man, I, I don't know how you go forward at this juncture, leaving it up. Uh, with all the, I mean, you had the, what, the Baptist church said take it down. Yeah. All, a bunch of denominations have said take it down. Yes. You have religious leaders saying take it down. You have sports folks saying take it down. You have education folks saying take yes. it down. You have a every business, that big humongous page full of the state's business leaders say take it down. Yeah. Celebrity, they're, they're, celebrities from Mississippi yeah. are saying take it down. Yeah. I, I, I don't... The issue is... And I, look, I'm not... I'm not one that's pointing fingers. It was said today at the Capitol by Speaker Gunn, if I remember right, and I think I said on the show the other day, I'm not saying that the people that... I think there's this concept, conception... It has been a long day. There's this perception that everybody that supports that flag is a racist. I don't think that's the case um, at all. I think there are some that just support it because it's the flag they've always had. Which, I mean, to an extent, I can I can understand that. I mean, t to me, I'm able, able to look past that. It's, I, I don't have any kind of all shucks attachment to it right. at all. But I can understand how some, how some might. But I think that's the issue, is in a lot of maybe the more rural spots in Mississippi, there are a lot of folks that, that really like that flag, you know, because it has been there forever. And now, look, now there, there are some that like it for wrong reasons too, I would guess, but, um, so I guess what I'm saying is I don't think that it is this overwhelming majority that, that wants it changed. I think it is pretty split. I, 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 it's such a divisive issue, but I don't know how they cannot at this point take it down because as I have said all week long on this show, leaving it up, even if you like it, hurts you. Yeah, It hurts you and it hurts this state and I, I, and it hurts people. Yeah, You know, I, I know that that's not... I mean, Nikki McRae stood up there today talk, talking about kind of her some of her experiences today at the press conference, and you know, and I just don't know how people can push under the rug the feelings of a bunch of folks. You know, I, I don't understand how. You know, it's just folks. Folks are able to. Just not not care about that. I I just I'm on the team like John Cohen said today. Put aside the business stuff. Put aside the education stuff. Put aside the sports stuff. Put aside all of it. And I just kind of feel like that when you you know love your neighbor as yourself or whatever, it's just the right thing to do. Um, and so I don't see at this point how they cannot take it down. All right. That was a rambling way to get there, but yeah. my guess is it's, it comes down. And if they don't, I think it's just kicking the can down the road to do it. All right. What do you think? You, you well, first off, after you, after your uh, your your speech there, I want everybody to turn in their hymnal to page three thirty four to be thou my vision. <laughs> 
Reverend Joel got on it. You know me. I'm I'm quite the pessimist. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think anything's gonna happen. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna fall short, and we're gonna have to go through this. Okay. Well, then that leads me to another question for you. Okay. Callan Hill play. I think he'll play. I think he'll he'll end up making some sort of statement that, you know, after talking to my coach and John Cohen and my fellow my teammates, you know, I recognize that I need to use my platform for change, and the way to do that is to go out and play with my teammates. My university does not support the flag. My my coach does not support the flag. My team does not support the flag. Something along those lines. I, I don't want to call it walking it back. But I will say that he he's got a, he's got a, a, a way out. He's got a, a loophole there where he can come back and say, you know, I have to do this, and I promise you, every time I, I carry the football, I'm carrying it for those who are affected by this by the flag. Everyone for every person who is hurt by uh, seeing the flag, I carry the football for you. Something like that. I could I, write that for him right now. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't play and he sticks to sticks to his guns and they don't change the flag, does it really hurt his draft stock no, all that much? No, because I don't think it does. You got plenty of film on him, yeah. and and GMs will say, "Look, this guy took a year off. Yeah, he less mileage. Less mile. I mean, what do we always say about running backs? They're like tires, right? You only got so many miles on them, and he's going to take a full year and sit in the garage and just train and and you know get better. I by the way, if you're one, I've been trying to keep my cool with some of this stuff, but. If you're one of these idiots that keeps tweeting me or texting the show about how, well, I hope they take his scholarship. Well, no crap, you idiots. They're going to take his scholarship if he doesn't play. Oh, my God, are you really that stupid? I hope he, he don't need to be on scholarship. You, th you think he needs to be on scholarship? He's not going to be in school. He'll just go and start training. Better take his scholarship. Come on. Y'all are smarter than this. I know you are. Which, let's remember, he almost planned to do anyway. Right. So, anyway, that's the end of the show. Guys. Anyway, I, I would like to conclude the show by saying what I've said already at the end of a show this week. Mm -hmm. For the love of all that's holy, whatever flag okay. hangs over the state, mm -hmm. be good to each other. We'll see how that goes. I don't know. I'm sure I'm, you know, preaching to a brick wall in some instances, but, man, it, it has been... <laughs> It really, even on both sides, it's been taken over the line too much, man. No, no, no. I, can't, no I cannot. It. There's very little love your fellow man out there. Yeah. But that's just the way it anyway, is. Anyway, right. be, be good to one another. Hold doors for one another. Smile for one another. Love one another. Buy Joel free coffee at Strange Brew. Oh, <laughs> you ruined it. Dang. All right. Guys, talk to you again on uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, we got a good week next week. We'll do an opponent preview. We skip Alabama A&M. So, sort of out of order. Normally, in the past, it would always be, you know, we're doing Arkansas or doing Alabama. Nope, we're talking about Kentucky next week. The Kentucky Wildcats for our opponent preview. Ah, Flor big rival. <laughs> You're right. Florida uh, is our SEC preview. Uh, plus, we'll have some other stuff going on uh, as well. So, guys, talk to you again on Sunday. Have a great weekend. For Joel T. Coleman. Oh, woo. I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to uh, Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.